Lisa didn't say a word. She didn't even wait for me to say okay. She took off like a rabbit being chased by a fox. The funny thing was I expected they would try to catch her. Instead, they closed in around me. A guy on either side of me seized my arm. The girl reached up and poked my neck. It stung at first. Then my legs went weak. Somehow, I wasn't afraid anymore. We walked through town the way I'd just come. My legs quivered, but they held me up and kept me moving. A few people stopped and stared at us, then walked on by. Then I spotted our reflections in a store window. My eyes nearly popped out of my head. That was not my face on my body. No wonder no one questioned us. Onlookers only saw a group of young strangers lurking around. Where are we going? You're going to be very surprised, the one on my left said. Just keep walking. They could make people see what they wanted them to see, but they wouldn't be able to take me in so easily. There were too many of them to fight, so I either had to talk my way out or escape. I couldn't escape with the jelly legs. My sister went to the sheriff. And you think your law enforcement scares us? The guy with the brush cut asked. Uh, I think it should. He will lock you all up. He'll call the FBI, and when they find out you're aliens, they'll cut you open to see just how you tick. The muscle-bound big guy in the group of Vennies grabbed me by the front of my shirt and lifted me up, bringing my face inches from his. It won't be the first time humans have done us dirty. The Vennies girl ran up and screamed at Muscle Guy. The seniors will not be happy if you hurt him. Put him down. Now. She turned her attention to Mr. Brushcut and said, Brig, quit taunting him. Just as we got to the edge of my family's land, they steered us down the two-track running the length of the same field I dragged that morning. The rock is gone. They left and took your guys with them. Shut up and walk, Brig said. We cut through the end of the field and headed into the woods toward the clubhouse, my home away from home and the place all my friends gathered. I couldn't figure out why the Vennies would want to go to the clubhouse. I hoped none of the guys were in there. But as we got closer, their voices were easy to hear. Run! I screamed and fought to break free. My captors released my arms and kept walking. They didn't even flinch. I dashed off toward the clubhouse. Chairs scraped across the wood floor and the door of the clubhouse slammed open. Dappled light filtered through the trees. My legs shook, but I willed my body to keep moving. I'd made it halfway to the clubhouse when Miguel, Brady, and Colt rushed out. Miguel ran toward me. What's going on, country? I started to say, but the girl interrupted and pointed at Miguel. Get back in your little house and no one will be hurt. All my friends stopped and gaped as my feet left the ground. I floated up and back to my captors. The Venny snickered and pointed at a big squirrel nest up in the top of the tree. I veered off balance and tried to right myself, but I had no control over my body. It's okay. The girl flitted toward me like a skydiver and grabbed my hand. It was not a squirrel nest, but a spaceship only in the shape of a nest instead of a rock. Looking down, I saw my friend staring up at us. If I didn't know better, I'd say Miguel was crying.